Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just, you know, hanging in there. Living your best life. Oh yeah. You know, you know it. How about you? (laughs) I'm good. good. I found out this week that I got accepted to be a rep for Fable Grounds Coffee. So I'm very, very excited about that. And um, coffee is like 82% of my bloodstream. So I'm very excited to be repping for a company, a small business. And um, also she just has like the funnest flavors ever. So check her out. What about you? How have you been? (laughs) Well, I just got an email that my bookish box is uh, being packaged. My September bookish box, <laughs> August, September, September bookish box is being packaged. So is uh, gonna be on its way hopefully soon. So um, yeah, hanging in there with that. The, the ports have been like insane right now. I know with work and stuff like that, they said there's like a four week wait for ships to get into the Harbor because of like what had happened and like the delays and everything. And also ports in America are a lot different than ports in like China, for example, because in China, they're like 24 seven, they run in shifts, everything like that in America, they don't. <laughs> so yeah, which is fine. But like the timing is like off and things are so everyone be prepared that like Christmas is going to be a hot, like start ordering your things now because it's going to be a hot mess. So, and prices are going to go way up. It's a, uh, it's a little crazy. But uh, the world is a little crazy right now. So, um, but no, all is well. All is yeah. well. Yeah, I got a notification that my fairy loot box is shipping the October one. There's always ships at the end of the month. But I'm very excited because they did say that this month is going to have a blanket in it. So I'm very Ooh. ready for that. I'm waiting for my blissfully bookish pajamas to come in. They're having shipping problems with the ports and things like that. So yep. it'll probably ship uh, next week or the week after. So I'm really excited. Exciting. I cannot wait for them to come in. Um, I think that's all I've got for bookish things I've bought. <laughs> Generally how my life is going. I don't think I've bought any bookish things. I've bought, I've spent a lot of money on things, but it's not <laughs> bookish things. That'll um, be fair. We support I, that. <laughs> yeah. I've spent a lot of money today actually on a bunch of stuff, but um, I, none of it bookish. I did buy bookish things. <laughs> um, yeah. Book Babe Designs is having a sale. So she posted all of her like old stuff that she has and all of it's on sale. Yeah, it's super cute. So I picked up a couple of things from that for our giveaway that's going to be at the end of this month. And then I also just picked up a couple of things for me. So I'm super excited about that. And can we- I love her. I love her bookmarks because they're like, they're just like that thick like cardstock. Oh, they're so nice. I love them. So her stuff is awesome. She has some really cute stickers too. Yeah, I got a sweatshirt and some stickers, some prints, some bookmarks, a whole host of things. I'm super excited to put on my bookshelf and use. Oh and yeah. Did you get the wear. did you get any of the um the trope prints? Yeah, I did, did you buy any of those? Lovers. I did the four pack and I got like four different ones and I, I have yet to hang them up in my in my office, but I love them. They're actually That's like so a cute. really decent size. I thought they would be really small, like like a normal, like small print. But they're like massive. They're, they're like good size, which is really nice. So um, that's exciting. But yeah, her stuff is really cute. Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't ordered anything from her yet. So I'm, I'm ready for them to come in. But I love that. Love so. that. Yeah, I'm that's excited. Crazy. I got, um, I think the other one I got was the A Reader Lives a Thousand Lives, like foiled print. Cute. I love oh, that. Oh, I got some. I lied. I, I lied. We always I, lie. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I ordered some nerdy ink stuff because they had some, some sale stuff. So I got a couple prints and some stickers and a couple pins. So I'm pretty excited about that. And I, those should be in soon, but I got like the, the dragon print that I wanted. They didn't have it sold out, but I got the wyvern one. And then I got, um, I got like a, a Sam and Dean sticker when they're on the bike. <laughs> and then I got, a brave pin, a how to train your dragon pin, his little tail. And then I got, what else did I get? Oh, I got a Outlander bookmark. Ooh. I'm so cute. excited. They announced that on the first they're dropping all of their dust jackets again. And I like really want them all. 
So I'm yeah, excited that, for them she's, to finally have them. She said in, there's so. like Akatar ones that are coming. Yeah. So I'm excited. That's exciting. I'm excited that that they're switching to like dust dust just dust jackets. I'm excited that they're switching to dust bleh, just <laughs> dust jackets and stuff because I feel like their stuff sells out so fast and they're so mm-hmm. reasonably priced. Like I'll definitely pay thirty dollars for like the entire set of throne glass or what have her, you for the yeah. dust jackets, but like they sell her, out so quick. They're super cute. I love her Lord of the Rings ones. I just don't have um the hardcovers yet. Right. The ones that I want. I, the ones that I want are really expensive, so um, I don't have those yet. Yeah, the Lord of the Rings ones are really cool. They're She's coming so out with cool. the Agatha one. She has the Throne of Glass. She needs Percy Jackson. I think there's another one, and I can't remember what it She's is. Harry but, Potter. Oh, yeah, Harry Potter is the other one. Yeah, so That's she's got some really cool... She's got some really cool, but and the designs are so fun. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, she just they do some really good stuff over there. Yeah, that's November first. I'm trying to think. That's yeah, that's the only bookish stuff I I've bought. I'm excited for I I rolled through this month's (laughs) book of the month pick, which funny enough is what we're covering today. But I rolled through. Usually, I don't read the book right i like that i got in that month so it's like not a thing for me so never um, read it in the actual month that's happened no so this is new (laughs) for me but i am excited to see what book of the month has for the next um the next two months and then i'm excited because i'm a bff so i (laughs) can get one of the um book of the year books choices or like nominees whatever yeah um so i'm really excited about that um because i've only of the nominees that they sent out the like form or the like voting thing or whatever of those I only have I only own one so I'm kind of excited to see to like pick which one they pick which which ones they pick um and pick out of some of those so I'm really excited to see that so the lost apothecary was in there actually yeah so that was exciting so um we did an episode on that a while back but speaking of book of the month what are we covering this month? <laughs> We're talking about The X-Hex by Aaron yes. Sterling. This book is taking the book interwebs by storm. Like Fair. everyone is reading this book right now. And so um, I, to be completely honest, didn't see anyone, uh, the people that I follow, I didn't see anyone choose other books for this month. And I was really excited about this book being in the choices because I had um, I had done a giveaway at the beginning of the month with my sister. I had bought the X-Hex and for the giveaway. And so I was, I really want to read this book. And like, and then I saw it came out for the, um, for the book of the month pick. And I was like, oh yes, this is great. So I was super excited about that. But yeah, I, um, I, I liked it. I thought it was really cute. It was such a, it was like a nice, like cozy, just like easy read, just like a fun, chill, like don't think just enjoy kind of a read I really liked it yeah I totally agree I was excited I I also haven't seen anybody else I forgot what the other picks of the month were for (laughs) book of the month because I think everybody only got the xx um yeah I thought it was so good I mean it to me it felt like a hallmark movie in a book like a cheesy it was like Halloween Town mixed with like so accurate yeah Gilmore <laughs> Girls Halloween Town Charmed Sabrina the Teenage Witch oh my gosh Gilmore shows, Girls like was all I was picturing yeah. was like the town oh my god I love yeah that. yeah that's exactly how I felt and this was a pretty short read I think that there's a lot of like really good details in here and she made it very light and fun and like you were saying it's a very short read so I really enjoyed it um I will say, I don't love that the main character's name is Reese because yeah. I feel like that was a bold move, mostly because of the book internet and like how much people love Reese from Akatar. So I was a bit surprised that she did that, but I think it is a very traditionally like British name. So I wasn't that surprised by it, yeah, but all the names were very like bold. traditionally British names. Like all of the, all of the, the guys like were all like very traditionally British, like all of their names, like Wells and his other brother, I can't remember his other brother's name, but like, I was like, wow, these are very, very British names. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of funny. It did fade a little bit towards the end, but the first couple chapters where it was in his POV, you can really like, I could hear in my head, his like British accent and the way that he said things and all that kind of stuff. I think it faded towards the end. So that would be like my big criticism for his character was like when it was, his POV in the very beginning, the first, like, I don't know, I'd say like a hundred pages or so 
there's a lot of British like <laughs> anomalies and, and, and words used in there. And then toward the end, it just sort of like fell flat for me on that part because I like lost the in- internal British accent, you know, same. <laughs> so I agree. Yeah, I definitely yeah. agree. I was sorry. I was looking for his brother's name. I can't I remember, remember what his Barrow. other brother's Barrow? name. I don't remember. I'm looking. So proceed. <laughs> okay. So the premise of this book basically is this girl, Vivian, is it starts with her being um, heartbroken and sad about this breakup with this guy when she's in college. And when I first started reading this, I was like, oh, here we go. She's going to be like 19 this whole time. But I realized then it was the prologue and she's not actually 19. She's 29, which is kind of nice or 28. Um, But the first line of this book is chef's kiss. It is a never mix vodka and witchcraft, which kind of, I think, sums up how the entire book goes. And I really liked that. And basically she accidentally curses her ex-boyfriend who she hasn't stopped thinking about for the last nine years. He comes back to visit the town for Founders Day because his family founded the town. All chaos ensues because he is hexed slash cursed and um, they kind of rekindle their romance throughout the whole thing. And there was a lot of parts in here that felt pretty predictable and there was a couple parts in here that didn't. And I liked that. But I also, I think, want a little bit more at the end. I think I always want this. Yeah. I, I, there's never a book where I'm like satisfied with the ending. <laughs> but I just feel like the last couple bits of it happened very quickly. And it felt very Buffy to me. The last like two seasons of Buffy where it was like, what's happening? Too much is happening too quickly. And like, you're not getting enough time to figure out what's going on. So that's kind of how I felt. What about yeah. you? The middle brother's name is Bowen. You're close close I I liked it I thought it was funny I just like I thought Reese was just funny and that's like also something that becomes kind of almost a plot point throughout the book or how she's just like you don't take anything seriously like you don't nothing is taken seriously um and it's like very stark contrast from his brother Wells and then Bowen just lives in the mountains somewhere (laughs) so but I loved how he was I just I just thought it was it was so cute and just so, so fun. And how, you know, she's this kind of quirky witch who kind of has feet, has like a foot in both like the witchy side of her life and the non-witchy side of her life. And so, um, and it's her kind of in limbo of that and then dealing with her feelings for Reese throughout the whole book. And um, I do agree about the ending. Um, I think it left a little bit to be desired, but it was also, again, and keep in mind, this is, this is just like a fun, quirky romance novel. Like that's what I was just like, you know, it like, felt like the, the season series finale of Vampire Diaries to me. Oh yeah, it did. You know, where you were like, <laughs> yeah, this is really cool, but like, that's yep. it. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yeah, we're done now. And I was like, no, nah, yep. I don't love it. I don't love yeah. it. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Oh my gosh. I totally agree. Yeah. It was, it was cute, but it was just kind of like, okay. Um, I, there are, I think there are rumors that she's writing a second book and I'm assuming it's, I'm hoping it is Wells. Um, like either I'm assuming it's going to either be Wells or Bowen. Um, and I really hope it's like Wells and Gwen because I love Gwen as a character she is just like she's such a great character and I love her her and Reese probably my favorites um I I have to say one of my favorite parts was him describing his childhood home but it's just like his like thing is like you might as well just hang a sign on the front that says here be witches or something like that I was just like this is amazing and it's just like how my family survived the witch burnings I don't understand because this house is straight out of fucking like he was just like Oh, he's so funny. And I just, I loved it. It was so good. And I love how he's like such stark contrast to his, his dad, who's like kind of a hard ass. And so, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was entertaining. It was, like I said, it was a fun, easy read and it was entertaining. You didn't have to think much and it was funny and quirky and cute. And I, I loved it. It was, it was such a cozy read and I loved it. I think that's why everyone is, everyone slumps like really bad there for like everyone just like, the entire bookish interwebs just like slumped at the same time and I think this was just like a cute book to just like kind of bring people back to life and like like not have to think too much and just kind of enjoy it I totally agree and I think she did actually do a really good job of building the world like I could see the shop 
I could see the library and the college and all that kind of things. And I love the setting of like North Georgia in the mountains and it being like a cute little Southern town that has all these customs and festivals and like things that make it basically Halloween town, which I thought was just so funny. And like, I, I just couldn't have loved the setting more, I think. And it felt to me like she did such a good job describing the spells that were cast and, and being like, yeah, we, nobody comes back here because we cast this spell. And like, nobody goes over to that side of the college because we cast this spell and him being like impressed with that. And then, you know, kind of building up the level of magic that his family had versus theirs. And I think she did a really good job, like establishing those characters, not early enough, if that makes sense. Like, I think you got it at an appropriate time and we weren't kind of waiting to find like the backstory of the yeah. town and the, you know, her family and all that kind of stuff. I would have liked was- a little bit more of her aunt. Yeah. I loved her aunt. So I would have liked a couple more scenes, I think with her and like her sort of looking down her nose at, at Reese and all that stuff. <laughs> I, I would have liked a few more of those scenes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did. I did love how this started, you know, with, you know, the don't mix witchcraft with vodka and like, you know, the whole, the whole thing. And it's like, you know, I loved how she's like conjuring his scent and Gwen's like, you're giving me a headache. Like stop. <laughs> and like, or like conjuring his like cologne and um they like quote unquote like the curse that they put out I was laughing so So hard hard. I gotta I have to read it because it's literally the funniest freaking thing I love Gwen she's like we're cursing this dick bag and that's his like name like that's what she calls him the entire book is dick bag and it's it's great it's it's amazing also her cat is awesome um She says, goddess, uh, we beseech you that he never again uses dimples for evil against us unsuspecting maidens. And then uh, a nice one, Gwen said before adding, goddess, we beseech you to make sure his hair never does that thing again. You know, the thing we mean. She totally does, Vivi nodded. Goddess, we beseech you to make him the sort of man who will forever think the clitoris is exactly one third of an inch away from where it actually is. (laughs) She goes, diabolical, Vivi, truly dark magic. (laughs) And it's just like, it's and then she goes you broke my heart Reese Penhollow she said and we curse you you and your whole stupid hotline and then like the flames shoot up and she actually curses him not with what they say but they curse him in general just like bad luck if he comes back to to what is it called uh Graves Glen and so yeah it was just I was laughing so hard and he's like the thing you know what it is like I was just laughing so hard at it and you know, and he comes back and she's like, well, the curses didn't work. His hair's still doing the thing. It was just, it was so funny. It was so cute. I, I loved it. Yeah. I loved the chaos at the beginning too, because you're like, obviously he comes back or whatever. And you mm-hmm. find out that him and his father are estranged and he has to go back and, you know, recharge the ley lines or whatever. At what point did you feel like you knew this curse was like a real thing? Was it pre the popping of the tire as soon as like he arrived or after or I felt when when she go when he's like this is the worst day I have ever had and I was like oh he's cursed like he's like he okay this is like a real thing and it's like I thought it was just so funny how it was just like he was just like listing all the little things that like went wrong and then he almost gets run off the road and she's like I didn't even see you there and of course it's Vivi who like almost runs him off the road and she's like I should have tried harder like I shouldn't have swerved and like it's just it's great I I just she's so funny and just so like yeah she did a really good job I think with the banter back and forth and the dialogue is hilarious between all of the characters and like it's this like series of unfortunate events of like what could go wrong does go wrong and like I just I found it so funny especially when they're in the town square or whatever and she and the like statue falls apart and you're like oh my god I feel so bad for the mayor who's like trying to get this all figured yeah. out or what have you and he's like well as long as it didn't like fall on me maybe I am cursed this is weird I'm, am I the drama is it me am I the villain like <laughs> that is how I felt like that entire time I love that scene out. too when he's like they're all sitting there and this like statue head is on the ground and he's like do I have does my nose look like that do I look like him like he's straight up just like looking at this like thing and almost killed him and he's like I don't my nose isn't that ugly is it obviously making light of the situation but he's also kind of like panicking I also love that she left him on the side of the road after she almost hit him like great she's just like all right bye and she just like straight up just like leaves him in the middle of the fucking forest in the middle of nowhere but she you know all these like little things happen and so all these like small things are like adding up and he's like what is going on 
And so he's like, you know what? I'm just going to charge the ley lines and leave. I'm just going to get out of here. And then I also thought it was very interesting how he talked to, when he talked to his dad about the curse and he's like, I'm cursed. And he's like, no one can curse a pen hollow, man. And I was like, okay, misogynist much like, sir. Like he was just so rude about the whole thing. And I was like, his dad's kind of a dick. And I just thought it was really funny when eventually he does show up. His dad does show up. And he's like, you never told me and da, 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 da. He's like, no, I did tell you. You were the one that was like, oh no, we can't get cursed. But actually I am cursed. So, you know, this is where we are. And I just, I was laughing so hard and just, yeah, it was, it was great. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was really good. But, you know, then they go to charge the ley lines and he invites her with and then it just goes horribly wrong. Like it just goes like terribly wrong. And they kind of crust over almost and they turn red and it's like really dark. And then um, the curse spreads to the city. So anything in, in the city or in the town that is affected by magic kind of goes haywire. It's kind of just a mess. And I loved they came back and it was just like the skulls going crazy in the shop and they're like trying to bat away these like little skulls out of the it was I, I loved it I thought that was just it was just hilarious it was it was great yeah I think my favorite part of the entire curse was probably the talking heads that was the funniest thing to me I, I was, was like, laughing so hard she's like on the counter and he's like batting his heads around with the broom and, and then she like, like lights the curtains on fire and <laughs> and like that one was chaos. so funny because I feel like at the end She's like, oh, of course he gets out of this with just charm. Must be nice, you know? I just, I thought that, that was the funniest one of all of them. And yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty entertaining. And so, you know, they're basically trying to figure out how to break a curse is, is essentially the whole plot is breaking this curse. How do you break a curse? And she's like, there's research on how to create a curse and what to do for a curse but apparently none of these witches wanted to break said curse so there's nothing about breaking curse and you know so on and so forth and so the majority of the book they're trying to figure out how to break these curses and so they go to the school because she's a teacher or a professor rather um and they're you know they're um they're researching in the library and then things get a little spicy between them they have a nice little makeout sesh in the uh one of the study rooms and then um they hear screaming and they go out and there's a ghost in the library did you think she was going to play a big part or a role in what was going to happen it was pretty easy to kind of discern that she was a important character i did when she said that the ghost looked like she was looking for something that to me kind of gave me the hint that like she might play a bigger role than this this felt very scooby-doo to me like just the way that she was described i was like imagining what's new scooby-doo uh-huh. and like a ghoul just running around um but yeah i kind of anticipated it i think a little bit but i didn't expect her to play this i didn't expect her to come up in like three different scenes essentially did you i didn't think she was gonna be that important um i expected to see her in a couple different places but I didn't expect her to be in like literally different places like I expected it just to be the library you know you know I also thought it was super like sketchy when the school was just like we need to put her away like they're so cagey about it I was like "Mm, they they sus like something sus about this and so um they kind of go again on this like (laughs) scooby-doo situation and they're like researching and figuring out how this girl died and what she did and you know how they can break this curse essentially so that the town's magic doesn't keep going on the fritz because students were walking into like the magic side of the school and it was just like a lot of things were like going on things that were magic like some guy was stunned (laughs) this was my favorite curse this one was so funny she they're at the coffee shop and they know that like witches work at the coffee shop and that's why the, the coffee's so good and this guy takes a drink of his coffee and he just goes like, like his whole body just goes rigid and he like falls on the floor and they're like, oh, that's not good. And so they like, like wears off and he like goes away or whatever. And she goes in the back and she's talking to this girl and she's like, she's like, did you, did you do that? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, 
she's like that's never happened before though and she's like well what what was that for she's like well it's it's for like you know it's basically it's like blue pill kind of a situation (laughs) and she was like she's like oh okay and so his whole body went it, it was just funny Reese is like his reaction to the whole thing was just like I mean just priceless like it was just so funny I was laughing so hard at this scene like this girl's panicking obviously and like Reese is trying not to laugh and like Vivi's trying not to laugh but she's also trying to take it very seriously and it's just I was laughing so hard I love the idea of like a witchy coffee shop. I think it's so funny. And I feel like this town checked all the boxes for me. Like there was definitely some sort of promenade where everyone met a bougie, like town hall square or whatever, a witchy coffee shop, a tchotchke shop, you know? So I did appreciate that. Uh, A a dark academia sort of college situation. So uh, I think this really set the stage for me, but that scene in itself was so funny because I just feel like they were like, I don't know, I guess. It, it feels so surreal to me because they say in there, they're like, wow, were we ever this young? And I'm like, I feel this all the time. And I appreciate that like romance novelists and like people are willing to say these things out loud, you know, like were we ever that young and dumb and stupid and like did all these stupid, silly things. And so I like, I don't read a lot of like, I don't know, time set. I, I don't know what the right word is. Like contemporary, I guess is the right word, right? Like yeah. it's set in this time. I don't read a yeah, ton of that. So it's like, it's romance. always funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's always funny to like hear the characters say things that you're like, wow, this is so true and like relevant to what's happening to me right now. So I thought that part was so funny because they were both like, were we ever this, like, is this you two? Like we were both this dumb. And they're like, yeah, that we definitely were. Yeah, so, I love yeah, how this they're just so like, funny. Yeah, and I did love how when I kind of had the same feeling or the same kind of like, like feeling when we first started the book too, because you know, they're 19 and you're like, oh this is okay. And then you get, and then it's like the prologue and you're like, okay, this is a prologue. And like, we're nine years later now. Um, so that was, that was nice. So they're like our age, basically. It was so, yeah, it was so interesting. And, um, and just like relatable. Like I, I just, I can't tell you how many times I'm like, God, these kids are so dumb. And I'm like, "Mm, but I was no better (laughs) as like a college student or a high school student or any of this. And so, but it's so funny how you like look back on that. And like, it's funny because you'll see these like reels too. And it's like, um, it was a Halloween town one actually. And she's like, I'm almost 30. She's like, I'm 13 years old. I'm basically an adult now. I like can make my own decisions and take care of myself and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, seven-year-old me was like, yeah, you tell him, Marty. <laughs> and then it's like 27-year-old me was like, sit the fuck down. <laughs> he's just like, I'm just like, it's so accurate though. And it's like the same way with like Disney movies too. I feel like it's like, you look back and you're like, as a kid, I was like, yeah, tell him. And now I'm like, you were a child. You need to stop. I was wrong. I take it all back. Every decision yep. I made from age like 13 to 22. Accurate. <laughs> yeah, I thought that part was so funny. And like, I don't know how they led to this conclusion, but the spooky house, that that might have been my like second favorite scene of the whole thing where they're like, so in my head, I thought this was like maybe a little bit of foul play when they walk in and they're like, oh, the floor's really clean. Did you think that yeah, too? Same. Like, yeah, I was like- Shady, witchy shit is yeah, happening some, here. Yeah, like cleansing of the yeah. stuff. And then it turns out it's just the hookups. <laughs> and I totally agree with that girl. Like that is gross. You're like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. I was laughing so hard. And it's like, it always makes me laugh because, you know, it was also kind of funny that it, you know, obviously it had to be the jock who like, cheated on his paper and like I loved how she like kind of used her magic and she's like oh he plagiarized and her like his paper were like screaming because it like was plagiarized and I was like I love this and she's like oh it's of course it's him like of course it's him and he's like it then they like decide to make all these like noises and stuff and scare him away and it was it was just I I loved it it was very it was very funny but it was just she was like oh it's a hookup spot that's why like it was just that it was so funny so much they're like we need to we need to find her altar and they like again scooby-doo fall out of the out of the wardrobe and it's like oh here it is like in the little thing and so um yeah it was, that was hilarious so the the girl that brings them the candle did you think she was sus like originally for at the very beginning no 
Yeah, I did the it. Same. I was like, oh, okay. That was like, one of the ones I didn't predict. Like, that one kind of threw me for a loop. I I felt that the I thought that the other professor sent her in because same. she would be more relatable to her. Yeah. And like, nope, that's not that's not how yeah. it worked. That one really threw me for as, as soon as she gave it to her and she walked the other way, I knew that was like something was afoot. But like uh-huh. originally, I yeah, I was very that was one of those ones I was like, oh, that was good. I was stumped yep. there. I didn't expect that. Yeah. So they capture said ghost in the candle and then they give it to this girl who gave them the candle and was like, oh yeah, we're trying to capture her, blah, 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 blah. So she takes the candle and she just like travels off. And then a little bit later, the professors come up and they're like, what did you do? And she's like, um, I, you guys have, I caught your ghost for you and trapped her or whatever, you know? And they're like, no, you didn't. You just like sent her off with the con lady. <laughs> and like, I was laughing. I was like, of course, because why not? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't and they? So, like, it was just, you know, she's like, okay, so we have a ghost that's gone. who's very angry and all these things. And so it was very, it was very interesting to like see all that and all those like parts of it. And it was, it was, it was kind of funny. I was just like, of course the curse is playing like this. And it's just like all, everything is, has gone awry. Yeah. Cause she mentions, so the ghost before she's sucked into the candle mentions um, the name of someone and how she was wronged and blah, 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 blah. And so on and so forth. And so they're like, like Vivian's ancestor, right? Yeah. And they're like, okay. And so they're like, okay, we need to figure out who this is. And um, basically they're trying to figure all this out before Halloween, basically, um, because that's like when the magic is strongest and the veil is the like thinnest and they can communicate with the dead, so on and so forth. So they're like trying all this stuff and trying to figure stuff out. Well, then they get distracted because they're just banging it out with each other <laughs> for the next like two weeks. And then um, this part when they he first goes to her house and he's mm-hmm. like, I have to tell you something. And she's like, what? And it felt to me like that audio. I know I compare these things all the time, but it felt like that audio. That's like, you don't even know the worst thing about me. And he's like, what are you like an ax murderer? And they're like, no, I'm a gamer. And it's like, that is how oh, that accurate. felt. And he was like, is it like really Gothic? It's like, yeah. And there's a canopy bed. Like that is exactly how that felt. I was me. laughing so, so hard. hard. It was when she oh. goes, she's like, oh, <laughs> she's like just laughing I was laughing so hard because I could just picture it this just like very like Dracula-esque just like gothic home with just like candles flickering and like dark velvet and like I I was I I was laughing so hard but that scene was just so funny to me because I was like that is exactly what it felt like it was like you don't even know the worst part about this house it has a canopy bed Ah, made of red velvet yeah (laughs) literally but yeah it was it was it was pretty entertaining so basically they just end up like banging it out for a while and they lose track of time and you know they're having fun whatever and then she's like oh we have like two days until we need to figure out what to do well then his dad shows up out of nowhere because well reese told wells what was going on and then um, Simon, Reese's dad, shows up and is like, what the hell's going on? He's like, you need to leave because, you know, like, I'll take care of it, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I'm not leaving, basically. And so it's this, like, whole situation of, like, yeah, weirdness. Have you ever seen Dynasty? No. No, you've never seen it. I'm uh-uh. trying to look this actor's name up because in my head, this is the guy, and I'm sure you've like seen him before, but this guy is exactly who I would picture as the actor that would play her, his dad. Simon? Uh, yes. Give me one moment. Continue. <laughs> so basically he like shows up and it's like a whole thing and they're like trying to continue to figure out and his dad's like well you never told me like why didn't you tell me you were cursed and this is going on and he's like I mean I did tell you you just like blew it off because we're penhollows and we never get cursed and like it was just so that interaction was so entertaining I yeah and I I just love the concept of we all love like a, a shitty dad like a who is just extremely disappointed in their children like we're just that's such a vibe um so I really liked him but in my head I just pictured him as the actor his name is Alan Dale this is him. He plays the dad in Lost. He plays Penny's dad in Lost. And he plays the butler in Dynasty. 
he is just exactly who I picture just a disappointed dad that played him and that's all I could picture in my head and I just made me lol because he's also um a disappointed dad and lost so <laughs> if you've never seen that headcanon for all of you who have seen lost I pictured him as and I don't know how to say this guy's last name but Bill Nihi he plays Victor in the in Underworld and he's like he's in a lot of these like vampire movies um this is who I pictured would be the dad that's who I pictured the singer in love actually he's Victor in Underworld yes Um, yes he's in about time he's also in Rango he's a voices in the ring in Rango um I will link both of these actors so you guys can tell us this is who I picture being Simon I didn't pick I didn't picture a single other person in this but those are the (laughs) Simon I definitely did yeah I like knew it immediately I was like this is exactly what he would look like Reese and (laughs) Vivian I and Gwen and her aunt I I couldn't tell you but not a clue but yeah this is what I cast that but (laughs) (laughs) yes that I also yeah I agree he definitely I picture I picture um is she she has she has blonde hair but I I did not picture her with blonde hair yeah I pictured Vivian being Zoe uh Deschanel that's fair I totally could see that's who I that's who I pictured even though she's she has dark hair I still picture her being yeah being yeah I could do that. like I just that's who I picture being what about Gwen, <laughs> Gwen um them all right now let's see I can picture oh who would be Gwen this girl's a little kooky but this is kind of who I pictured her as Nancy from the craft oh yeah I can see that do you know what I'm saying she's a mm-hmm. little she's a little off a rocker on that in that movie she plays mm-hmm. the original Dorothy as well, but I could definitely picture her as Gwen. Yeah, <laughs> this chick. I can see that. I could definitely see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same cat. Anyways, who would you yeah. pick for Reese? Oh, I don't know. He'd have to be kind of like a goofy. I picture him as like a goofy, gangly, like funny yeah. guy, and I can't. I'm trying to think of who I would cast as cast him. Um. But he's also kind of like not super gangly, but he's like kind of like Ryan Reynolds. Must yeah, that, I, he would be a fun. He I think he, he would, would be, be really a funny, funny. Reese. <laughs> just turned into sorry, I didn't mean to like go off on a tangent. <laughs> let's just like fan cast everybody in the show really quickly. <laughs> it was um, funny. That's his, never happening. Who would you picture Wells? I feel like Wells would be like just like the, the severe older brother. He would be Robert Stark from Game of Thrones. No, I don't. don't think so? I picture him being more Reese than I do. I would picture maybe like Theon would be a good Reese that actor that plays Theon. He wouldn't mm-hmm. be bad, just like yeah. the Game of Thrones cast. But, like, just <laughs> but it's like the I'm like, who cast. is British? Henry Cavill. <laughs> like, let's just throw him in there. I'm just kidding. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> okay, moving we'll on. on that. If you guys fan well, cast, if you guys have any ideas for who you pictured while reading this, let us. We'll know. just we'll 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 put a reel up. We'll fan cast yeah. our we'll fan cast our ex hex. Oh my god, that uh, sounds like such a great idea. <laughs> We're totally doing that. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> I don't know why it just came to my head where I was like, oh my god, it's Alan Dale, like literally. <laughs> we'll have to do a separate one because I feel like we have different yeah, ideas yeah. of who we would cast, so we'll have to do like separate yeah, ones. Like you do one and I'll do one, and we'll yes. just like fan cast it. <laughs> totally fair okay working on that um yeah I I thought this was just I wanted his dad to be there a little bit longer it was only a couple of pages so I wanted that situation to play out for a little bit more time I think than just like one strict lecture at a table and like moving on I agree but I was genuinely surprised at the like at at the end of Halloween they'll all die situation that felt very dramatic and I was like yeah it was just like all of a sudden he was like yeah so if you don't get it you're all gonna die and I was like oh that escalated quickly and she's yeah. like oh, okay. that's so true that escalated quickly like just like so quickly and I was like okay yeah. all right this is happening um fair enough and so yeah I was like oh okay and uh, then uh-huh. she panics obviously and like and Reese is like that's eh, fine like it's fine fine it's fine I'm fine it's fine <laughs> like literally a Ross moment like straight up I don't know why I'm saying it so high oh wow because I'm fine like that's literally all I pictured recent this moment oh man that's so fair obviously Vivi like panics and she's like trying to figure out what to do and so she's basically come to the she has to convince the original the witch who whose power she used to hex 
or curse Reese, she has to convince her to like reverse that basically. Come to find out there's a lot of like bad blood between the Pen Hollows and her line, like her her ancestor who put the curse on because the original Pen Hollow dude stole all of her magic and killed her. And it was like, oh, yeah, she died of the fever. Oh, so sad. Like, no one knows who she is. And then just like, and then he got all the glory of like creating the ley lines in this town and all of this stuff. And so she is obviously men. One I word. said it once. I'll say it again. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and so she literally, you know, she's obviously upset. I mean, I'd be pissed off too. And so she's like cursed his whole line. She's like, nope, he's going to die because he's a pen hollow and I don't care if he, if you love him or not, but like sucks, suck. And so she is like, okay, I need to convince her to reverse this curse so that uh, no one dies and um, the town can go back to normal, you know? And so she decides she's going to like call upon the spirit or whatever. And she gets, what's the word? Possessed possessed that's the word I knew it started with a p I was like <laughs> like what's the word she gets possessed by this witch uh, uh, did you expect it to go this way no I was really surprised by all of this and like I appreciated the fact that they were like this is all hard magic like you did a really good job and that they were super encouraging like throughout the whole thing but there was a couple times in there I was like okay we get it like let's stop making her feel bad for not using her magic prior to this it felt a lot like discovery of witches I don't know if you've seen the show, but it felt a lot like that to me. And where it was like, you don't know how powerful you are. And she's like, yeah, no, I, I don't. But thank you. Thank, thank you. And it was just like really awkward at that point. And then, then, then they're like, oh, um, but clearly they don't also know anything. You know what I mean? Like you can you can talk down to her all you want for her being like, you're in, you're like half in the human world, half in the witch world. And then they were like, oh, shit uh that's uh, it just was like so chaotic to me so I wasn't expecting that at all I just thought it was so funny that they like criticized her for all the things she does and then they were like oh um uh mistakes were made (laughs) and then at the end they're like we can't save him and I was like what is happening yeah I was like oh he oh this is bad and Uh so she like they like does she makes this like decision that they're gonna go to the ley lines and charge them themselves like her and her aunt and her cousin and I love how she like goes in there she's like you're not allowed Reese you stay out here like she doesn't like you like stay out here this is not your magic if you die I don't know like this is gonna suck we so she you know they go in there and they basically just like use their magic to like kill the curse basically and like charge the ley lines themselves and then everything is good and that's that they're good Reese doesn't die that's it (laughs) ta-ta yeah and I don't know it just felt like very anticlimactic for the ending to me and then they're like it's just you know of course it's a pan to like six months later and I I didn't realize it I guess I when I was reading it I I did but I was kind of like what was the time frame here like it happened you know the end of October and then they're like January is the worst time of year I'm like but did you did he just like take a traveling stone off into the sunset yeah, he, like, stoned, he totally just fucking dipped out he was like i'm gonna go now bye and like she they were like at her house and he's like so i have to leave now and i want to go and he just like gives her a kiss and turns around and walks off trying walls off into the sunset and i was like, I was like dick move wow bro and so he like so. leaves and she doesn't hear anything from him and she's just kind of like hanging out and she's like well this sounds familiar (laughs) yeah and then um she goes to the school and there's a name she's like walking by the doors of like all the like offices for the professors and she sees his name on a door and it it was like our pen hollow and she's like he could have a brother or he could have a cousin named Robert somewhere or something like that. I love how she's like rationalizing it. And then she like goes in there and he's not in there. And she's just like, okay. And then he like pops up or whatever. And then they're like, you know, they end up together and they live happily ever after is, you know, as all romance novels should end. Dun, dun, dun. That was the end. I, I liked it. I just, I wanted I a little too. bit more with like the conclusion of the ley line thing. I feel yeah. like that was a very walk off into the sunset. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was very chaotic forever. and just kind of like, but it was, it's, it's a very, it's a very uh common, like 
romance novel ending you know what I mean it's yeah, not, yeah definitely it's not it wasn't anything I, did, I don't think I expected yeah I was surprised by it, by it boy it oh my god I wasn't surprised by it but I um I it was kind of expected that kind of type of ending that's but good. yeah I really enjoyed it what was your star rating for this book I uh, very graciously gave this a four and I realized I need to like fix my rating systems because I looked back at a lot of ones I've rated. It's just been generally like a three and it takes a lot for it to be a four, but I gave this one a four. I I thought, I think it was a really good comedic read. I did read a one-star review and agreed with absolutely everything she said. So like that might say something about me, but um, I just thought the world building was really good. The characters were funny. This is a perfect like hallmark you know, Halloween Town meets Gilmore Girls meets Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like the 90s series. Um, it was a fun read. It was an easy read. The chapter page art, like, is so sneaky cute. I love the font, which I think just, like, adds a nice element to it when you do have a good font um, and kind of, like, adds to the whole experience. So I, I think it was a really good read. I 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yeah, I really liked it too. I also gave it a four. Um, with the rating system, this is this is a this is a topic I spoke with my sister about a little while ago. But I have different rating systems based on the genre of book. Like, I'm not going to expect a five star fantasy read to be the same caliber as a five star romance read. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like, it, it's just not. You know what I mean? And so, what I expect from like a high fantasy, like. Lord of the fucking rings like that's gonna be a different expectation than what I would have going into the x-hex you know what I mean so I know it's not gonna be like a great American classic or whatever so like (laughs) it's like you know it is what it is but like and that's fine like that's not what I'm expecting it to be going into it but it doesn't mean I don't enjoy it as a romance novel like I felt like it, it was a solid four as a romance for, for like the romance genre. So like, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was super cute. Again, a fun kind of cozy read. I thought it was something good to kind of bring the life back into me for reading. Um, just to not, not think too hard and just have fun reading it and enjoy it. It's an easy read, it's a quick read. Um, there's some spice, some romance, some like humor, um, a talking cat. Like who, who doesn't love that? But, um, I also did love that. I thought that was hilarious when that happened. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I thought it was, I thought it was super cute. And again, like I said earlier, it's kind of quirky and cute and fun. And, um, I definitely would recommend it just for like a easy, fun romance read. Same. I think it was really good. It was, this is one of those ones where I was like excited that it was a book of the month pick. And I think that she did a really good job with kind of all of it. And I haven't read a contemporary romance in a long time. I do prefer them over like historical romance and stuff like that. But I thought it was really, it was well done. I think it was funny. It was really funny. Yeah, it was super cute. I'm excited for the next one to come out. Um, I'm hoping it's Wells and Gwen because that would be just like the severe, perfection, grumpy, grumpy older brother and the quirky weird cousin. And I'm here for that. (laughs) I agree. Um, Do we have any fun announcements? Um... No, I don't think so. We will be picking our November book. I lied. We have a lot of announcements. Yeah, um, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> we sure? will be picking our November book um, this week for the book club. So if you want to join that, go into the Discord, go vote, and see what our pick is going to be for November. Excited to, to check those out. We have some super, super, super exciting news um, about a interview that we're going to be doing here soon. So uh, Tatiana, do you want to take it away? Sure. We are super excited to announce that two weeks from now on Monday, November 15th, we will be interviewing Allie Hazelwood, who wrote The Love Hypothesis. So we are super excited to announce that. This is the first you guys will have heard of it. We'll be announcing it next week on Instagram and sharing some more info, more about her page and all that. So We'll be sharing more details to come, but this is the first we've announcement. We're super excited to get a chance to kind of chat with her about her creation of the love hypothesis and just deep dive into how she made the most awesome characters and created this viral internet sensation. Oh, I am beyond excited. Yeah. Like, I am so excited. My love for the love hypothesis. Adam has, has made his way into my top three book boyfriends. So like, he's, I, I just, I, 
much. So very excited to talk to her about, um, about her book and, you know, maybe something she has coming down the line and, um, just very excited, very, very, very excited to speak with her. So, um, yeah, so we tune in for that in a couple of weeks. Again, we will post, um, you know, information, her information and the book information, et cetera, um, later on this week or next week. And so, yeah, stay tuned. So very exciting. Anything else? Do we have any other announcements? That... Next week we'll be doing a books to movie adaptation episode. So we're not doing any reviews. Like Kirsten said, we're potentially doing another bonus episode coming up in November, but we haven't um, sussed out all the details for that. So stay tuned. It could potentially be a book review. It could not, we haven't decided. And then, like we said before, um, we're just going to do two episodes in December to kind of spend some time with our families and things like that. And then come January, we have some super exciting stuff. So we just bought a custom something or other for the podcast. We're really excited to come in and share with you guys and just doing the thing. We're, we're, you know, thriving. (laughs) surviving and thriving. uh no it's it's good it, everything's good so very excited um so yeah tune in uh thank you for tuning in this week we really appreciate it we love you guys we love your support and the love and uh we're super excited we just hit a thousand followers on instagram so that was super excited so we wouldn't be able to do this without your guys's love and support so thank you so much please leave a five-star review also if you like it please share with someone yeah dm us reach out thank you guys so much and we're so thankful for you all we love you all yeah thank you guys for hanging out with us and we're super excited we did kind of announce this vaguely but we'll probably be doing a giveaway at the end of the month so we'll have more details in the next episode and that'll all be posted on instagram and things like that but you guys voted and we're doing a one person big giveaway so we're going to put together kind of a a bookish merch filled box with some tchotchkes and things that we really like and some books that we think are pretty fun so stay tuned for details on that but thank you guys for tuning in and hanging out and have a great rest of your october Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bookish Banter podcast this week. We would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thank you once again, and we'll see you all next week.